Well, good morning everybody and welcome to the uh, service from the Burnham Benefice for this day, Sunday the 1st of August, which is the 9th Sunday after Trinity. Um, our service will begin uh, with a piece of music. Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you and also with you. And we say together our prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through our negligence, through our weakness through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, we receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And the collect for today, the ninth Sunday after Trinity. Almighty God, who sent your Holy Spirit to be the life and light of your church, open our hearts to the riches of your grace, that we may bring forth the fruit of the Spirit in love and joy and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen.
Our first reading is taken from the book of Exodus, chapter 16. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I'm going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is taken from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 4. I, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in all. But each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he made captivity itself a captive. He gave gifts to his people. When it says he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended to the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is the same one who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. The gifts he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until all of us come to the unity of the faith 
and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the measure of the full stature of Christ. We must no longer be children, tossed to and fro and blown about by every wind of doctrine, by people's trickery, by their craftiness in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body is joined, knitted together by every ligament with which it is equipped. As each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth in building itself up in love. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And our Gospel this morning comes from John chapter 6, beginning at verse 24. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were at the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum, looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, you are not looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. He said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, 
and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, the grass ought to have been greener on the other side of the Red Sea. Well, you would think. After all, having been set to make bricks without straw, the alternative must be good. And so they set off with optimism and expectation. Which puts me in mind of holidays taken in Cornwall when the children were young and a sunny day drew calls for the beach. We would set off joyfully to a lay-by at the top of a cliff and inexperienced parents that we were, we would agree to a mountain of toys and amusements which could not possibly be left behind. The caravan of four children, a panting dog, very soon became a grumbling party of reluctant pack-bearers navigating steep descents in desert-like heat, each twist of the path revealing an ever-outgoing tide. So it was, the Israelites, tired, hot and hungry, began to complain. We would have been better off dying back there in Egypt, with food in our mouths and starving in this wilderness that you had brought us to. And to be fair, they had a point. Notice, though, that they complained to Moses and Aaron, the visible leaders. And it is their instinct to do this rather than pray for help. Which is strange, for the Israelites, after all, had experienced the Passover, as well as seen the parting of the Red Sea. They knew they were the people of God, God's chosen people. Yet still they do not automatically turn to him. It takes Moses to talk to God, and then for him to ask Aaron to tell the people, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. Millennia later, Jesus experiences something similar. What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? Well, what petulance! There have been plenty of signs, not least in the most recent feeding of the 5,000, just on the other side of the lake, with nothing but a few loaves and some fish. Accusingly, the crowd continues to murmur, What work are you performing? What are you doing? Our ancestors ate manna in their wilderness. Come on, man, let's have some of the good stuff. And Jesus, like Moses, says the same. It's not me who you need to consider, but my Father, God above, who gives you these things. Now, we have come to expect a lot of our leaders. We expect them to find solutions to difficulties, even unexpected and new insuperable ones. And we grumble when they do not. Me, foremost among them, I am the first in line to yell at the wireless each morning. We expect Mum and Dad to put us instantly on a perfectly sandy beach, encamped with every convenience. And they grumble when we do not. We want the promised land now and are disappointed when our unrealised expectations suddenly become clear and our usual reaction is to blame we blame Moses, Jesus, Boris or Dad rather than look to heaven for help and support. But we ought to look to heaven for help and support. For Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen.
Amen. We affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Father in heaven, we pray for your church in this place, for the bishop of Lynn, Jane and all who support her in her work. We ask your blessing on the world-wide church, especially on those working in physically or politically hostile places. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we hear of Covid cases surging in China, Japan and Australia, we ask your help for concerted action to limit transmission, limit infection and eliminate the mortality of this disease. We ask your protection on health workers everywhere. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as we adjust to the bumpy recovery from economic turmoil, let us be thoughtful about adjusting to a changed world. Let us not overreact to the unexpected or the unforeseen and help us to care for everyone. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the summer activities which are taking place in our local calendar. Let us enjoy them and enjoy each other. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we... Uh, Pray for those we know who are ill, and we include in our prayers John Comby and John Lumley and Jill Smith. Lord, walk with them, continue to sustain them, and uh, help them recover. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we thank you for those who we have lived with, who we have shared our lives with, but who we see no longer. And we pray particularly now for those who have recently lost loved ones, including the families of Monica Escalenti and Anthony Cartwright. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, strengthen us with your heavenly help. Keep us with your protection, and let us not be tempted to stumble, but help us to walk your paths. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. come to our blessing. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen.